I think we can like dispel the whole, I have to be there with them as a baby. Mm-hmm. And maybe if you, if you are able to invest time now, you'll ultimately have the flexibility in the future to be more present in those times where I think, I think they get more out of having you around than you might think. Mother Jumpers is a podcast for mothers ready to jump into what's next after motherhood. As mothers, our focus is to raise our children and give our energy to others. It's an amazing and big job, one that comes with some amazing highs and some challenging lows. Somewhere along the way, a gnawing voice gets in our head, calling us to find something else, something that inspires us to find our passion, follow a dream, or make some money. Weekly, we talk with women who have successfully navigated the jump from motherhood into a career path that has given them a sense of personal fulfillment. And we have candid discussions on the why, the how, the good and the bad, the ups and the downs, with stories that inspire, inform, and motivate mothers hoping to make their own jump. Welcome to this episode of Mother Jumpers. Um, it's a rainy Wednesday here in Los Angeles, which is so weird. I know. It's May, end yeah, of May. Almost. Um, my guest this week is this really amazing, I'm going to say real estate powerhouse here in Los Angeles, um, Stephanie Younger. Welcome. Thanks. I'm so happy to be here, Monica. Thanks. I'm very happy to be here Thank with you. you. Thanks. Um, you're a woman I've admired for a long time because we work together. It was so great. Thank you. Yeah, I live in this beautiful house, thanks to Stephanie's help. Um, But you're also a mom, and you have a business, so that's why you're here. And uh, we've talked a little bit that Mother Jumpers is about uh, inspiring other mothers who want to do something with themselves after motherhood, and you're an amazing story. So, Stephanie, please tell me a little bit about your family. Absolutely, and I'm so happy to be here and honored to now be part of the Mother Jumper community, so thanks for asking me to be here. Of course, you you were one of the first people that came to mind, so thank you. Thank you. Well, my kids, I can't believe it, but I have two kids. My son, Aiden, is about to turn 14. Wow. And it's going to graduate from eighth grade. (gasps) Oh my gosh. In like two weeks. Did you pick a high school? We did. Awesome. Um, And my daughter, Claire, uh, just turned 11. And she's going into sixth grade. So I'm going to have a full-on middle schooler and a high schooler. How's that life? How's the balance with these ages right now? Do you feel pretty um, happy with these ages? Because I'm like, what do I have to look forward to? I know. You know what's really interesting? And I try to share with as many mothers of young kids as I can is that they need me now more than they ever have. Oh, 
and and I need them more now than I ever have. Oh. So, oh my God, we cry That's so sweet. Um, but it's really interesting how they, you know, we think they need us so much when they're babies. Right. But really, they need us the older they get um, when, you know, you can't substitute decision-making and and counsel and guidance. You can't farm that out. You know, you can farm out diaper changing. <laughs> so, you know... Um, as it relates to your program, I think it's a really interesting concept to be thinking about motherhood instead of trying to trying to you know grasp those early days. Mm-hmm. You know, try to think of how, how you can build a life that will allow you to be present in the future because that's really where you, as the mom, get to make a huge difference. So, wow, that's great insight. Thank you. Yeah. I've actually heard that from a few other people that have like 11, 12, 13. Yeah. There's just more going on, and I'm sure emotions are part of that. And, emotions, and, and they have a better uh, ability to gauge when you're present and when you're not mm-hmm. than they do when they're babies. And oh. so, you know, they they appreciate having you around more as they're older. So that's been my experience, and and I think I as I watch the parents of kids who've been made who've been able to or kids where their parents have been able to make themselves more available. Um, you know, in these older years, I think they're having an easier time with that transition in middle school and high school. Wow. Okay. mm -hmm. Wow. All right. right. We're just jumping right in. (laughs) I I love love it. it. (laughs) I have a lot to look forward to. Um, all right. Well, great. So tell me a little about, a little bit about what you were doing before you had children. Oh, and I forgot to mention too, that I do have a wonderful husband. And so, um, (laughs) I have that support system in my life as well. So great. You know, before I had, a, I had a few different career paths, but most of my uh, prior to real estate career was in hospitality. Oh, okay. So um, hotels and restaurant management and um, special event planning. And so immediately prior to being in real estate, I was um, a special event planner at a boutique firm in Beverly Hills and I did pharmaceutical events. Wow. And I was traveling. I felt like I traveled for five days and worked for three days and, you know, was never home and never off. Sure. And, um, and I, I had a, actually had a weird accident where I was scratched by my cat and I was in the hospital. Oh no. (laughs) And it was one of those moments where you go, okay, is this really what I should be doing with my life? And, um, I think I was around, I don't know, it's maybe, I don't know how old I was now. I have to remember. Or my <laughs> early 30s, probably. So, okay. yeah. Um, when I think you kind of start at, like asking that question, you do a check-in. Yeah. Like, is this what I want to be doing? I was newly married and no kids yet. Mm-hmm. And I was really thinking about the implication of being in a job where travel was so important. And working at night and working on the weekends would be important, whether I was you know doing weddings or corporate special events. Yes. And so I started to think forward a little bit. Like, could I do this? this career? Could I be in this career and have a family? Mm-hmm. And so it really got me thinking about what my path could be. And, you know, I had that realization of I'd been a really successful employee for other people and always became like the number one employee. And, <laughs> you know, people loved having me in their companies because I always did a great job. And I figured, you know, I could probably work for myself and, sure. and do that kind of work for myself. And that was really the start of the seed of the idea of, you know, working for myself and then figuring out what what was next. So I don't have a great story of how I got into real estate specifically, except 
I really evaluated that it probably needed to be sales and I probably wanted to be involved in sales where I, I could find meaning in what I was selling. And, you know, there's nothing more meaningful than providing shelter for people. So, sure. Oh, that's really a good way of thinking about that's it. That's how I got here. Well, yeah, I mean, I, and it's funny you say that because I had, a, I have a very similar story. I was in my, my young thirties, I was doing PR for Motorola in Chicago, literally on a plane, probably every week. Yes. Um, and I loved it for that time period. It was really great. I had just access to a lot of things and, and I was just really in my kind of prime, I guess, um, for a PR person, but I, I just was getting worn out and I'm like, I didn't even have a boyfriend yet. And I was like, how am I going to do this? I can't do this when I want to have kids. And when you're in your young thirties, you're like, I want to have kids. So I kind of decided to go consult on my own and started PR consulting in 2006. And I've been doing that ever since. And it's, you know, it's, it's, um, it just worked out that I then got started dating someone, got married, had kids. And it was like, I had the perfect scenario already ready. Now we can talk about if I love what I do. (laughs) That's a whole other story. Okay. You know, and I always feel really grateful that I had a number of years of professional experience before I had kids because, you know, I always felt like I've had other things to draw on both for my parenting and for my business. So I was grateful to have that time. Um, but I'm more grateful to be where I am now. (laughs) Right. No, I think it's, I feel the same way. Like I could not have been luckier to have such a great company I work for and to be exposed to so many things, but I was, you know, it's, 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 especially in PR, especially in tech, what you were doing events. I did event planning for a while. It's just, you're always on and it's, it's a, it's a very tough job. Long days, late nights, right? Oh, late nights, like two in the morning trying to finish a press release. Ah, um, Okay, so when what did you decide that real estate was kind of your thing that you wanted to pursue? Well, you know, so I, I went on this quest of evaluating all the things I, I knew and what I felt I could do. And um, I knew a, a woman who actually was my neighbor growing up who was also in real estate. And, and um, she had kids and she seemed like she could balance life and she had a good life and... and I, I literally was like, well, you know what? If she could do this, I could do this. Like, <laughs> sure. and that was almost as basic as the decision was. And you know that? That's good. That's good, though. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so, um, so I got my real estate license, and I started. You know, I was like an A student. I started interviewing with firms before I even had my license, and so I knew where I wanted to go. And so, as soon as I got my license, I was, you know, right there, sure. day one. And I just looked around, and I found like the most successful person that was in the office, and I just said, well, I'm just going to emulate. Uh, what he does, and then I'm going to put my own juice on it, right? Nice. And so that was sort of my formula was watch who's successful and then figure out what they do and do it. So, um, and I stumbled into a coaching program early on, um, right. almost from day one, and I still actually have that coach in my in my professional life all these years later. Um, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, and so I felt like I just... You know, I had a great manager early on who really supported and believed in me. And so uh, it felt right from the beginning. Right. You know, so. That's so amazing. Yeah. So you had kids. Were you already, did you already decide to start your own business before you had kids or after? Or when did that all work so out? So when I started in real estate, I didn't have children. Um, and that was useful because my husband is a college professor. So he had 
the most like stable job you can ever imagine. Mm -hmm. And then there was me. Um, and I, you know, I, I worked, I, I, I say it cause it makes me laugh, but I worked as a cater waiter for like two or three years at the beginning Wow! just because I could, you know, it com- real estate's a commission only business. Oh, okay, sure. And so I was kind of doing that hustle for two, two solid years. But by the end of the second year, we, you know, my business was really doing very well for sure. someone in the business that, um, for as long as I'd been in. And it was about the time that I figured we should start a family. Sure. Okay. Um, and so that was when I brought in my first team member oh. because I looked ahead again, right? I so, love this, this future vision. Totally. It's really smart. What does it look like if I'm having to show a house with a baby? At, right. You know, like needing to like feed right, right. away. Like what do you do? Exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a story, by the way. <laughs> I um, love the story. And so I, 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 that's how I started building my team was wow. knowing that I would need help and knowing that I didn't want to be in the constant juggle. Right. Um, and that I was willing to share in what I was earning mm-hmm. to create a lifestyle that was better. Right. And that's been something that's been really helpful in my business. And I think in my mentality about being a working mom, uh, is that I felt always that it wasn't so much about making all the money if I could have quality of life. Sure. So, you know, every person you bring on, there's an expense with that. But for me, it's been worth it at every turn because the more, uh, the stronger my team has been, the more I'm able to focus on my personal life as well as my professional life. So that's great. Yeah. And I think you said talking about asking for help, even with the coach you had, I think that's one thing people forget or don't, they don't feel comfortable doing, mm-hmm. whether it's starting a business or, um, looking at a new job and saying, Oh, I gotta, I want to, I gotta ask people about this potential job. I think asking for help is so important. Yes. And moms don't do it as much. And, you know, in my, in real estate, I think there's a lot of, I get a lot, I was t- telling you earlier, a lot of women approach me and how can I be in real estate and still, you know, be a stay at home mom. And, and my advice is usually that you can't really do that. Mm-hmm. You have to be prepared to ask for help in one way or another. Sure. And, um, I think we have this false perception that we have to be, have to do it all as a mom and do it all as a worker. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you, I'm not either of those things. Sure. You know, I came to terms with that a long time ago and I still have my sleepless nights when something's wrong with the kid or something's wrong with the work, you know, but that I should be doing more. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I think that's, I think that's a female trait. Yes. I feel like just that you put the burden or we feel like, and I, I totally share that as a mom, especially like, I feel like everything I should be doing Yeah. the lunch. I started this new client and I had to have my husband, well, Tim go pick the kids up and he did it every day for me at school, which is usually my, my responsibility. And it was, it was amazing that he was able to do it and I didn't have to worry about it. Kind of freeing actually in a way. And for some, you know, magical reason, we feel like if we're not doing certain things, that they're they're going to suffer but yes. it's actually really good for them to have different to have to manage routine mm-hmm. in different ways and to know okay this day I'm going home with mom but this day I'm going home with the sitter and this day I'm going home with dad and I have different expectations I think it's actually good for them so. I agree it's it switches it up it, may, it helps them also to learn to be flexible yes. and kind of nimble because life is never a set path yeah or, you know straight line I guess um well, speaking of, so your business today is is quite an accomplished 
business Thank you. in real estate here mm-hmm. in um, a, a large part of Los Angeles, the West Side area. And um, my question, like how, because you have two little ones now older, but whenever you kind of took it to this next level, how did you manage like the stress of having multiple employees and having two kids at home? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's always a fear of mine if I were to start my own business, like taking on all of those extra people. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. I can't even deal with what I have to do with at home. <laughs> you can, absolutely. You know, um, I think that stress management, I, you know, I, I have a great husband, so I'm very fortunate in that regard. And he really listens to me. I've also learned, though, that I have to really listen to him. Mm. And... Uh, early on, I figured out that I shouldn't come home every day and just complain about what happened to me all day. So, sure. um, so I got that figured out pretty early on, which is good. Um, I have a coach that I talk to once a week, and you know he's great because I'll just say, "Here are the five big problems that I have in my business," and you know he really helps to keep it in perspective. I have a therapist I've seen every week for years, mm-hmm. you know, and and most of that is just being able to have a free space to say whatever you want to say mm-hmm. and know that someone's not going to quit because of it or leave because of it, you right. know, or feel hurt because of it. Sure. So um, I've tried to find those um, those places to be able to uh, express what I need to express without the fear of being judged, you know, nice. as a result. And yeah. You know, um, and of course, friends, right? right? But even then, I like to save my friend time for fun time. Not br- not bring work into it. I'm assuming not too much. You need to like you need to take a break. Yeah. Even with again the heavy load that you have going on with work and. Yeah. Um, so I wish I could say it was like yoga and meditation, but no, it's mostly just resources. And I think again that goes back to asking for help or leaning on others yes. and, and even hiring people. My my therapist says I love problems I can throw money at. Yes. You know, and I know budgets are not, you know, everybody has a different budget and so sometimes you can't hire a coach, but That's true. I do think it's good to have someone else to talk to and link, like ask questions. Well, and I think there's a lot even for people who feel like they can't afford the resource of a therapist or a coach. I think there are, you know, people in training who will work for cheaper yes. or work for there's a lot of resources out there because, you know, for for women who feel they have to work and and I actually had to work. I didn't really have an option not to work. And right. so um, I never, I don't think I ever envisioned myself not working, but then once I began working, being a, a full stay at home mom was not an option for me. And sure. so for women who feel they have to work and that the cost of having help isn't justified by the income, I would say there's resources out there for people in training to be coaches or people in training to be therapists or services like the, our local, um, airport marina counseling center that offer low cost assistance so i think that we forget that those having somebody to talk to in a safe space is so liberating um so i really am a big fan of like you said either hiring or resourcing for the for the help you need sure and having the faith to know that even though it may seem like at the outset you're spending as much on sitters and sanity (laughs) as you are on you know as you are making the money yeah um you know, if you've got the right trajectory in your career, it'll balance out and you have to have the faith that spending the money now will result in a good return on that investment. That's a great bit of advice. I really agree with that a hundred percent. And I think, you know, even for women that maybe say, okay, I can get away with not working, but for myself personally, um, I want to work 
I want to bring in money into my family and I also have two daughters so I want them to see me working you know I never not thought I worked all my life up until having kids and I, I again felt like yeah the structure of the business I was working in to say okay I'm gonna reduce my clients so I have more time to be with the kids um, so it was good for me, but I still, then I was like, okay, I want to shift things and to, sometimes you have to stop doing what you're doing to move forward into something new. Yes. And that money thing becomes, it's hard to like, be like, I'm not bringing anything in. Oh my God. Right. You know? Right. It's stressful. And you know, I chose the option where I was going to work hard when they were little so that I would have more freedom later. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how I thought that was a good idea or what my my, my forecasting right. model You're showed really me. good at the forecasting, Apparently. clearly. <laughs> but um, I, I, one of the benefits of my career has been that I just, whatever I need to do for my family, I put it in my schedule. Mm. And right. most of the time, I'm able to be at the things that happen at school or the you know, places that they need me to be or the baseball game. And when they were really little, I would just do those things and then I would go back to work at night or I'd, you know, put them to bed and I'd work until I'm too tired nowadays to do that. (laughs) You know, when they were little, I'd put them to bed and then I'd sit in my home office for three or four hours and then I'd get up really early in the morning before they woke up for two or three hours. And so when I was building my business, I was definitely doing that, like race home, have dinner, play on the floor, read a story, do bath time. And then once everyone was in bed, right back down at the computer and just, you know, crank out a few more hours of work. And, you know, that was, that was the real deal for a long time. Like you said, the hustle. hustle. You kind of have to put that in at some point. Yep. 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 Um, And now you have, I don't know how many, where are you at with employees? So I have 26 people that work with me. Um, I have 10 full-time employees and then I have 16 agents who work under our uh, company umbrella. Compass, right? Yeah, yes. Stephanie Younger. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you. It's wow. great. And now, you know, now my satisfaction comes from helping other people create their future right. and, you know, find their calling and their passion. And so, you know, I, I love what I do, but I'm even more inspired by helping people build their lives too. And, you know, it just, it so happens that probably my company is about 80% women so, sure. you know, I love that too. Right. That's an amazing thing yeah. to put out there in the world. Yeah. Lots of moms, lots of young women who are have their lives ahead of us like we did and sure. trying to figure out how they're going to build a career and have a family someday. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm really inspired by helping them to figure it out. And, and, you know, not to feel guilty. I spent too much time feeling guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. <laughs> it's like a common theme through yes. every interview I've done yeah. so far. Yeah. I, one of the side things I want to do with Mother Jumpers is cre- to create a line of merchandise, and I'm going to put like all these different sayings and quotes I've gotten from people. That's but like, a great idea. no guilt is like in sparkles it's, and it's, shimmer is like number one. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I know it is funny how we, you know, we're just wired. I don't know. Maybe I, maybe there are women out there who are not, but you know, I feel like most of the women I know are wired to feel guilty for the things that they can't manage to do, mm-hmm. um, and. So far, it's not the kids that make you feel that way. It's, it comes from us from not feeling like we're doing enough. But, sure. you know, I think if we're, if, if, when those moments where I'm like really present and grateful for what I have, that helps me to manage that feeling of, of guilt. Like they're, they're turning out okay. Right. You know? Yeah. I think that's, I've also noticed, 
And, and some people have said this too, that when they have something like an office or a job to go to, when they come home, they're actually more present with their kids yes. because they've had something else going on. Whereas if you're, you know, maybe not having that for yourself, you may kind of, and that frustration may kind of seep into when you're with your kids. Yeah. I know that has happened to me. Um, so the guilt, I think, could also kind of diminish a little because you're like, hey, when I am with my kids, it's really special and quality. Yes. And uh, I don't know, it just seems to all kind of work together from what I'm seeing and people talking about, which is great. Um, so from a balance perspective, like you're feeling like, you, you know, how, how has it been with your business and the kids and, and how do you, man- I mean, I know you, you know, I read a book, uh, uh, let's see, I would say it's probably been, because I remember where I was sitting reading it, like in one of those nursing chairs in my bedroom, mm-hmm. um, called The One Thing by Gary Keller, who happens to be in real estate, but it's really about identifying the, the one thing that you do that makes your business work, the, mm. the, the fundamental thing, right? Sure. The fundamental thing that you do as a mother, the fundamental thing you do as a partner, and then doing more of that. Mm. And there's a, a, a section there talking about balance. And he says there is no balance. There's only balancing. And there's this graphic that I can't, you know, like obviously, but it's like these two arrows going back and forth like in a braid. And it was one of those things that it hit me so hard that I'm never going to be in balance. It's always about realizing when you are feeling too far onto one side and then trying to work your way back to the center, knowing that you'll probably end up on the other side. So I think about myself as always trying to get back to center, but never really being there. And that's helped me a lot because I thought there was a there was balance mm-hmm. and I haven't found it yet. <laughs> I don't know if anybody really does. That's right. Well, and that's part of the battle, right? Saying it's okay. It's okay. And so rather than searching for balance, I'm searching for this ability to constantly be aware when I'm too far out of balance and trying to be in the act of balancing, right? Like, okay, oh, You know, it's three nights this week where I've been out till eight o'clock and that's not good for me or for the family. So even though I had this thing going on on Thursday night, I need to cancel that because I've just got to go home and be with the kids for an hour, you know? Yeah. And so those are just those decisions I'm constantly like, you know, and then of course I feel guilty because I canceled that thing, but you know, whatever. Of course, (laughs) there needs to be a magic pill for no guilt. Someone would make a lot of money. Totally, totally. So, you know. Um, I don't spend as much time with girlfriends as I'd like to. I mean, that's, sure. that's a balance I haven't quite figured out. But right. I'm hopeful there's a few people out there that are like, hey, when the kids are grown and we've got our professional accomplishments sort of in the bag, like yep. we're going to hang out a lot and we'll still love each other. I have no doubt okay, that good. there will be. And I think, you know, yeah, I think the kids, especially at this age, like you were saying, they need you more. They've got how many more years to, through high school? Right. And then they're going to go to college and right. there might be more time for the moms to finally get a little yeah. bit of yeah downtime and then you're going to miss them and it's like all totally. this vicious circle anyway oh I'm starting like already feel like I miss my son because it's you know everyone the first thing they say when you say your son's graduating eighth grade they're like oh it goes so fast oh god so, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to hear this I, I already know. feel like I'm, I mean I have an eight-year-old yeah. how does that happen it's crazy it's crazy it is. but you know there's also this thing that that my my son in particular you know he sometimes will turn to me and be like Mom, thanks for all that you do for us. And it just like, I mean, if you want to just melt, right? So 
even though it's crazy and I constantly feel like I'm in the flat run, I just wish there burn you could burn more calories in this flat run. <laughs> you know, I constantly feel like I'm going to run. Right. You know, the people around you when you're, I think I try to be good and kind and, you know, generous with your time and your spirit that I think people around you go, okay, you know, we appreciate you. Yes. And... That means a lot. Yeah. The, that word, especially for, again, mothers yeah. who maybe not get that a lot of the time. No. Especially with younger kids who don't know how to, what the meaning Articulate of, that. Yes. They do. They just can't say it yet. Yeah. You know, and you get it more through hugs and loves and kisses and, yes. and whatever. And yes. husbands, you know, are great, but sometimes they don't even know how to communicate properly how much they appreciate you. <laughs> um, There's my, that. Yes. <laughs> Um, but it is, it's such a great word. It's such a great, um, affirmation, I guess, that you're doing the right, that you're doing good no matter what you're doing. Yeah. So, um, well, it's amazing. Your story is there. Um, I like to ask like, what do you do if you can ever find downtime? What do you do for yourself? Oh, that's that's a loaded question. (laughs) (laughs) Do you you like to shop? I don't know. Do you know, um, it's funny. It was on mother's day. My husband said, well, what do you want to do on Mother's Day? And the last three years, I realized that really what I asked for was the time to clean my closet. Mm -hmm. And I did that. And then I was like, I can't do that again, can I? (laughs) So, um, but it's, I, you know, what I love to do is just be with my family. And um, in a very like present, not busy way, not thinking about what's for lunch, what's for dinner, what's the schedule tomorrow. So... At this point, I've really made that decision that my downtime is with my family hmm. um, or with friends and and family. Sure. And so even though that probably sounds a little boring, you know. No. Uh, I get my nails done as much, you know. Sure. Every other week, pretty religiously, I go to Pilates. Pilates Those are the things good. I'm doing for myself. Yes. Um, and then, you know, I love the Dodgers. And oh. so that's a thing that we do together as much as we can. See, that's um, awesome. Yeah, love baseball. We love to ski. So, you know, I'm prioritizing that. Right. You know, my career, my family, constantly balancing back and forth the time and trying to find those moments where it's not about stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's great. And it sounds like a really well-rounded life. Like, uh, you know? Um, yeah. Again, like you said, probably not enough me time um and probably not enough exercise those are the things that we probably all struggle with it really is yeah and I think that's the other part of this is like you have to be okay with letting somebody some things kind of fall a little bit lower on the priority scale totally and you know I have to be okay with the fact that we we like have the same dinner pretty much you know once a week you know those kinds of things like you just can't you know I yeah I have to let some of it go. And listen, I have I don't work like the same level you do and I just literally hardly cook cuz I don't like to and so I'm don't feel guilty about the cooking thing. I'm the <laughs> I'm the worst case scenario. <laughs> well, I right. I mean, I I have like my my like Costco list with like little check boxes on it and you know, I just I'm trying to systematize and operationalize sure. these things in my life and we have the same thing with dinner. My my husband will say, "Well, what are we having for dinner?" and I'm like, "I don't know, one of those 10 things on the list. <laughs> Pick one. That's what it is." Hey, so, can you share that list? I would be happy I to. I need like a list. Yes. I'm always like I have nowhere to even start. I'm like, I, noodles all right totally I would be happy to and I also like you know I uh I share my little like Costco Trader Joe checklist because 
that way someone else can go to the store for you occasionally and you yep. still get the things you need. So, you know, those are, that's what I'm after. No, I think that's great. Again, I think leaning, uh, hiring people or asking for help is super yeah. important. Yes. And it's okay to do that. Yes. Yeah. As my kids have gotten older too, you know, I had this fantasy. I, I did think that I would be able to like be home more after school and help with homework and such. And I, I'm not quite there yet. Okay. I wish I was. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I've, you know, I found a couple of great college students that live locally. And sure. so I've had over the past couple of years, like, you know, college kids that can come in a couple days a week and like make sure homework is moving forward. And, you know, it's, it's a luxury, but it's, you know, they are good, cheap labor that can help with some of those bigger projects and running through. And so, um, you know, I, I just have like, I'm, I've got like a, an army of people. It takes a village to do what we do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have to just figure out where you need the village and then pull those levers off always. That's great. And I love that idea. I forget we do live by a college, yes. so it helps to... Yes. I have a friend who works for Google and she does that with a lot because she has three kids and she'll have babies, different babysitters <laughs> picking them up at yep. school. And yep. she's like, they're great. So it is a very helpful resource. Yes. Um, well, I, I, we're kind of running out of time. I want to get you back to your schedule. <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, is there any last bit of advice you'd like to share with the moms out there trying to figure out what's next for them? You know, I, I think, I think that like the best pieces of advice I would say is, you know, don't wait to come back to work because you feel like you're going to miss something when they're a baby, hmm. you know, we're always missing something. We can't be there a hundred percent of the time. Right. Um, and if you feel like you have a calling professionally, you're not going to hurt them or harm them by going back to work sooner. And in fact, I think you might get more satisfaction in your life if you're, if you feel more engaged at a higher level. Um, and like we were talking, I think actually the workforce needs women right now. Um, you know, with our unemployment being so low, I think there's a lot of opportunities and people are really looking for the wisdom that women who have professional experience bring. And so I think it's a really great time to be a mother jumper, if you will. Um, and so I don't think you, I think we can like dispel the whole, I have to be there with them as a baby. Mm Um, and maybe if you, if you are able to invest time now, you'll ultimately have the flexibility in the future to be more present in those times where I think, I think they get more out of having you around than you might think. Spoken by the best future forecaster, <laughs> Stephanie Younger. <laughs> awesome. Well, Stephanie, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. Such an honor. Thank you so no, much. An honor for me too. Oh, thanks. This has been wonderful. All right. Well, we'll have you come back. Maybe you can give some tips to moms about um, real estate. I would love to. Anytime. Right. Right. Awesome. Thank All right. you. And next time over wine. This, my whole idea around this was to do these chats over wine, but at, during the day, I'm like, oh, I don't want to. I know. Sound like a crazy we, we person. We need about 30 more minutes. I know. Yeah. <laughs> this has been great, Monica. Thank you so much. Thanks, Stephanie. Yeah. Take care. Thanks. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mother Jumpers. I am your host, Monica Rolliter, a fellow mom looking to make a new jump. Mother Jumpers is created in Los Angeles and edited by Jason Crow. To become a part of the Mother Jumper community, please visit us at www.themotherjumpers.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Mother Jumper and Facebook at Mother Jumpers. I'd love to hear from you if you're a mother jumper and want to share your story. 
or if you're looking to make a jump, please send us questions that we can ask on an upcoming episode. You can email me at monica at themotherjumpers.com. Also, share Mother Jumpers with your friends and family and leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much and have a great week of jumping forward. Oh,